As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on The Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Hello and welcome to the Daily Dang on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Mark Schindler. Coming up, Jason Tatum feasted in front of royalty in Boston. The Bucks held off a scrappy Knicks team tonight. And the Wolves are undefeated without Carl Anthony Towns. Before we start, don't forget you can get this podcast without ads by subscribing at theathletic.com slash NBA show. Mark, huge game in Boston. This is like, you know, potential playoff matchup. Celtics, Heat, Jason Tatum on a tear to start the season, and he tore him up tonight. 49 huge points to lead the Celtics 134-121 over the Miami Heat. Eight threes, and look, we're a quarter of the way through the season, so we're all doing our quarterly awards, you know, content or whatnot. Any MVP list that doesn't lead with Jason Tatum is just flat out wrong. It's hard for me to disagree with that, especially after a game like tonight. Like, he just had complete control of the court. I think that's what we've continued to talk about anytime we, we mention the Celtics on this pod. Like, the way that he's able to dice things up off the drive. And then if it's, it's, just, it's just rhythm with him. Draw two, kick the ball with a pretty good pass. Um, getting to the line 12 times tonight, like that's been routine for him, getting to the line a ton. Uh, continues to just add that element to his game and expand on that this year. But the, the bigger thing too, it's just the overall efficiency from the Celtics. To be fair, like Miami's defense wasn't great tonight, but this was just one of those nights where I just don't know what you do. They took 45 threes, hit 22 of them. They went 55-48-87 as a team split. And when when you're shooting that well, when you're moving the ball as well as they did, I just don't know how you defend that. I, missing Jimmy Butler certainly hurts. And what's funny is the Heat actually shot the ball really well too. 52% from the field overall, 18 of 40 from three, 9 of 9 from the free throw line. Normally you do that, you score 121 points. That's an easy win. But we're at the point now, Mark, with, with this Boston offense, and it's not just Jason Tatum. It's it's a team effort. But now you have to expect to score 130 to beat this team. They are now 11-0 and on the season when they score 125 points or more. Now, 
going 11 and 0 when you score 125 points to me actually is not that impressive because if you score 125 points you ought to win. It's more 11 times out of what 22 games. Yeah. 125 points mark. This is a unheralded offense. Yeah, and it's not just uh to to put it bluntly, it's not it's not Mickey Mouse like magical numbers crap offense. Like this is this is real. Like I think that Will there be some dip in efficiency? I, I mean, I don't think that they're going to finish shooting 40% from the line from, from three the entire year, but I think they're going to finish damn close to it. And I wouldn't be shocked if they finish over. Um, it's the little intricacies. Like they, one, one of the things that continues to stand out to me, like tonight, they kept catching the heat with, even it's just, it's Tatum, it's Brogdon, it's anybody who's out there who doesn't have the ball will just go set a pin and screen at, at the top to open up the slot. Things like that that are just like they have that ingrained in their offense to have the continual motion, continual screens, tons of stuff just going on that makes it impossible to be a defender because there's so many things happening. Like there were some moments where they started to struggle with zone a little bit, but then they found ways to take advantage of it and blew the game back open. And um, I mean, it's the guards, man. Like I just mentioned Brogdon. Brogdon finished with, with 21 tonight. Derek White continues to just let it fly from deep, has that refound confidence after really working on a shot over the summer. And Marcus Smart is, I think he's got the highest assist per game of his career, really showcasing his passing ability. Um, that three-headed guard tandem has just been very difficult for teams to keep up with alongside of what Tatum and Brown are doing. Yeah, Marcus Smart having more assists than shot attempts, I think, is a good thing for this team. He's a great passer and facilitator, uh, not necessarily a great shooter. So him as a release valve shooter, probably a little bit of a better role for him anyway. For the Heat, you know, they still don't have Jimmy Butler. They got nice performances from Max Struess, Tyler Hero. But Bam Adebayo, 23 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, continues to find his groove offensively. And this is going to be important because when they get Jimmy Butler back, they still need this Bam. Yeah, they have to have this Bam for me. And I think, like, this has been for about a week and a half, two weeks now where we're getting this guy and I, you know, I want to be a little bit cautious because we've had those moments where we're like, oh, is this is this the Bam that's coming, the the All NBA version of him? And it feels like it now, man. Uh, the, the 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 offensive aggression and continual ability that he's shown off the dribble to really just attack has been impressive tonight. He had that layup, I think, in the first quarter, his first or second quarter. Um, you know, running towards parallel with the baseline, flipped it up over his head. It looked like something Shea Gilgis Alexander would do. And it went in. It was amazing. Um, and that was like, that's indicative of the kind of run he's been on with just putting the ball in the hoop. And I want to continue to see more of that from him. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Giannis Antetokounmpo had 37, 13, 7 assists, and 6 fouls. He fouled out against the Knicks late, but the Bucks held on 109 to 103 
Thanks to Grayson Allen hitting a huge go-ahead three late in this one. I want to start with the losers in this game, Mark, because I was impressed with the Knicks. You know, the Knicks do not have a ton of talent on paper or on the court. I mean, there's just not a ton of talent out there. But I thought that they played really, really hard in this game, and that was actually the difference for them. Jalen Brunson, Mitchell Robinson, both of those guys just efforted the Knicks into a chance to win. Yeah, I went pretty hard on the Knicks and, and Tom Thibodeau uh, a, a couple weeks ago. And on their road trip, they've been a lot better than I anticipated, to be honest. They still have, have racked up a couple losses, but they've been really competitive. I think they still need to string some, some things together. But like you mentioned, Brunson has been a borderline all-star this year. He's done a lot more with the ball in his hands than I expected. He, he finished 8-22 tonight, but I thought his fourth quarter shot making was really impressive, especially getting into the paint on Brooke Lopez, too. Um, Mitchell Robinson had what is easily the best game of his season, 15 and 20, uh, and his defense down the stretch was fantastic. And again, it was just the, the, the rebound. I mean, he had 11 offensive boards tonight. Uh, it felt like he was getting his hand on absolutely everything. Um, and yeah, again, RJ had a nice uptick tonight, but yeah, they just didn't quite have enough to get it done. Yeah. And again, for the Bucks, Giannis, he did what he does. Uh, we pretty much at this point expect 30, 12, and five, and he puts up 37, 13, and, and, and seven. But Drew Holiday had 22, six rebounds, five assists, and that's a guy that they need a little bit more offense from, and he stepped up tonight because Giannis cannot do it by himself. Yeah, no, without question. I think they're still integrating Pat Connaughton again. He didn't have his best game tonight, but I th still think you saw him being important for them, just having another wing that they can throw out there who has some size that is a, going to need to be guarded from three. Um, you know, I'm interested to see what that looks like, especially once Chris Middleton comes back too, because Javon Carter's been starting all this time and been effective for them. But um, yeah, it was a this is a game I'm I'm excited to go back and rewatch because there was a lot of good things here for both teams. Yeah, and the Bucks defense continues to be impressive. Brooke Lopez just, you know, he kind of owns the paint at this point. And you mentioned Brunson being able to get inside and actually create some looks uh, against Lopez, but it it wasn't until the fourth quarter they were actually able to break the seal on Brooke. Brooke Lopez is in the running for defense player of the year. You know, again, quarterly awards. We're starting this now. Um, tonight was a great example of why, because they did not have great offense going. They shot 28% from three. And it used to be with the bucks. If they missed threes, they just, they weren't going to win because they were going to give up so many threes on the other end, but he has taken away so many paint points that he enables them to win some of these games that maybe a couple years ago, they wouldn't have. Yeah, 100%. And they've done a better job of integrating him on offense, too. Like, instead of just having him space completely, they they didn't get to it as much tonight, but they really like getting him into the post, finding ways for him to hit on, you know, quick uh, quick dive cuts. Um, he's been sensational this year. I'd actually go as far as saying he's been an all-star for me this year. The Timberwolves have played their first game without Carl Anthony Towns. He's going to be out for a while with that calf strain, Mark. And um, they looked pretty good. I thought Anthony Edwards got it going 29 points, five steals had three blocks to lead the Timberwolves over the Grizzlies. One Oh nine to one Oh one. Now the story of this game, Mark, it, it's weird. If you just looked at the box score, you would say, how in the hell did the Grizzlies lose a game where they were plus 30 in rebounds? They were plus 15. They had 20 offensive rebounds. They were plus 15 in offensive rebounds and they lost this game by eight Mark. And do you know why? Uh, 24 well, yeah. turnovers beat me to it, it was gross John Morant had seven turnovers Dylan Brooks had five uh they were throwing the ball all over the gym 
Yeah, I, a couple things. Going off that, I mean, I felt like there was just a, a compete level that Minnesota hasn't fully had at times that I thought that they brought for the majority of the game tonight, and that was huge. And I don't want to say that that's just because of Cat. I think that would be an unfair way to put it. Um, they put guys in the lineup who have not been there as much. Like Kyle Anderson started. Wendell Moore Jr. has like hardly even played this year, and he played 20 minutes as a starter tonight. Um, bigger thing, too, I think, that, you know, when you lose an all-NBA player, it's obviously not good, but I think when you look at this Minnesota team and the throws that they've been going through trying to figure out what the hell they are this year, I think in some ways this is almost a necessary shock for them to kind of find something because they really haven't been able to latch on to anything early in the year. And I think you saw tonight with some added playmaking in the starting lineup, um, getting Jalen Noel really going off the bench tonight. He had 24-5, and five and he was flying all over the court. Um, I think that there's a real chance for this group to find some things before Cat comes back. And I, I think that the playmaking point is, is the point to take away from this one game because it is only one game. And, and Carl mm-hmm. Anthony Towns, I mean, that's, that's a hell of a lot of talent to not have on the court. But the difference is when you add Kyle Anderson out there, he's a guy who knows how to get the ball moving, knows how to get it unstuck when it's stuck. He's a good shooter, and he's a patient offensive player. And I think that just having that settling force that Carl Anthony Towns has, it paid dividends for them in, in this game tonight. He had five assists. Yeah, no, without question. And I think what will be interesting to see, too, like even, again, just the defense, it felt a little bit more locked in tonight. Um D'Angelo Russell, to his credit, had a nice game tonight. Like, he didn't turn over the ball. I felt like he was pretty steady with the ball in his hands. And the biggest story for me, like, in the fourth quarter, it's going to be highlighted with the, the the lob from Anthony Edwards to Rudy Gobert out of pick and roll. But low bar, but that was the best that I think that pairing has looked all year because that has been a sore spot. Like, the biggest issue for me with their offense, and I've had more problems with their offense than their defense, has been just the total lack of cohesion between Ant and, and Rudy. And I think in some ways we're going to see that be force fed because it you got to figure it out without Cat. So um, some positive signs for them tonight. Again, though, with the Grizzlies, um, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. is still rounding back into form. I thought other than the turnovers and fouls, he had a good night tonight, which that feels like we've been saying the same thing about him for three years. Um, not meant as a shot, but, you know, it's just one of those weird games. Dylan Brooks goes for the cycle, gets tossed, misses all of his threes and uh, and has five turnovers. Um Still a very important player, but yeah, that's one of those games where you wish you could get that one back and you miss Desmond Bain a lot. Yeah, well, missing Desmond Bain, and you know who else they miss? Kyle Anderson, man, because this would have been a huge Kyle Anderson game. Throwing the ball over the gym, Kyle Anderson's the guy that you get out there to settle up your guys down, and and he did it for them for the last couple seasons. I think he's going to do it for Minnesota now. I love that pickup for Minnesota for that reason. If there was one guy I felt like could be the glue guy to bring those dudes together it was kyle anderson so uh nice to see that at least uh for one night it it worked and like you mentioned d'angelo russell didn't didn't hurt him didn't hurt him tonight so always good when you can get a good d'angelo russell game that's gonna do it for today's show folks thank you guys for listening mark get out of here ding ding y'all